everyone, I'm Lucy, the owner of Dandelion Social, an outcome-driven creative agency specialising in social media management and content marketing. We help to ensure that businesses achieve their goals using modern-day marketing platforms and strategies. Welcome to episode 64 of the Dandelion Social podcast. I'd like to say a big thank you to our sponsors, Supply My Business, for their continued support. Supply My Business is a community of small businesses based in Kent in the UK that want to do more business locally. They are the one place where you can find all of the quality local suppliers you require for your everyday business needs and at the same time supply your goods and services to help meet the needs of other local businesses just like yours. So, once again, thank you to Supply My Business. First of all for today I want to give you a quick update on what's been happening in the world of social media recently. First of all we have Facebook who have expanded Find Wi-Fi globally. Facebook announced recently that they are starting to roll out Find Wi-Fi so that it is more available everywhere in the world on iPhone and Android. In their blog post Facebook said, quote, We launched Find Wi-Fi in a handful of countries last year and found it's not only useful for people who are travelling or on the go, but especially useful in areas where cellular data is scarce. Find Wi-Fi helps you locate available Wi-Fi hotspots nearby that any that businesses have shared with Facebook from their page. So, wherever you are, you can easily map the closest connections when your data connection is weak. To find Wi-Fi hotspots, open your Facebook app, click on the More tab and then Find Wi-Fi. Once in the Find Wi-Fi tab, you may need to turn it on. You can then browse the closest available hotspots on a map and learn more about the businesses hosting them." Unquote. Next up, Facebook announces new ways to better understand interactions. Facebook says that, quote, great campaigns are powered by great insights. As people interact with businesses in new ways, marketers need to better understand actions driven by their online presence. We've heard feedback from businesses that they want more transparency and understanding about their Facebook performance. As part of our commitment to measurement, about every month or so we'll release new metrics so that businesses have better ways to measure outcomes all in one place. We'll begin the series of metric updates with features that capture new kinds of interactions with your ads or page. More visibility on ad interactions. Getting visitors to your website or app greatly expands the potential for new customers, but slow loading mobile sites or poor connections quickly cause many people to lose interest if they're waiting for a page to load after clicking on an ad. To give you a better sense of the number of visitors that arrive to your website after a link click on an ad, we're beginning to roll out a new metric called landing page views. This new metric will help businesses realise the importance of optimising for a better mobile web experience. Businesses will be able to choose to optimise for landing page views when they use the traffic objective, finding more people who will actually arrive on their landing page after clicking on their ad. We've also heard that businesses want more clarity around whether or not someone who clicks on an ad is a new or returning customer. Pre-impression activity breakdown is a new metric we're introducing over the coming weeks that shows the number of people who have previously engaged with an advertiser's website or app versus new visitors. We make the determination based on whether a site in recent weeks fired a pixel or triggered an app event associated with a business. Pre-impression breakdown is particularly helpful for businesses running dynamic ads for broad audiences, where the audiences expand beyond their own customers and where ad creatives are generated dynamically based on associated product recommendations. New reporting on page interactions. 
We're introducing three new reporting metrics to give page owners a more complete understanding of how people learn about and interact with their businesses. These metrics will roll out to pages over the coming weeks and can be viewed within the overview tab of Pages Insights on desktop. Follows. Rather than only showing the total number of follows a business has, we're now breaking out the number of follows a page gains or loses over time, insights into where follows happen, further demographics and a breakdown of organic and paid follows. You can visit the Help Centre for a refresher on understanding follows and likes. Previews. People may come across your page's information without actually clicking on the page. We'll now show you the number of people who saw your page's information when hovering over your page's name on desktop. Recommendations. People are already using recommendations as a way to get advice from friends, family and local groups on Facebook. We'll now start showing the number of times a page has been included over someone's recommendation as a suggestion from friends and family. We'll continue to surface more metrics over the coming months as we get feedback and uncover new ways to provide actionable insights." Unquote. Finally in the news, LinkedIn's new notifications feature to stay up to date on your network and your activity. LinkedIn announced recently some new changes to the notifications we get through our profiles. In their blog post, LinkedIn said, quote, the notifications tab on LinkedIn is where you can go to access timely and relevant updates about your network, where you can see activity about you, the content you've shared and your connections. Notifications can help you start a conversation and connect to new career opportunities. We show you job listings you may be interested in, updates when someone you know starts a new position, details on who you're meeting with next, and much more. We're constantly looking for ways to keep you up to speed on the things you're most interested in. Here's, what new with, here's what's new with notifications. Daily Rundown. To help you stay in the know on the top news of the day, we are rolling out a daily rundown notification that gives you a summary of the top news. Easily arm yourself with the top headlines and stories your co-workers will be talking about today. Search appearances. You'll now start receiving a weekly notification on how many people found you from a LinkedIn search, as well as the top companies your searches work at. This notification helps you understand how you're being discovered so you can optimise your profile for the opportunities you want to be found for. Customise your notifications. We know everyone values different information about their professional network, so we're rolling out multiple notification settings in, on both mobile and desktop to give you more control. With these new notification settings on mobile and desktop, you can now have the option to mute or unmute. Tagged in a photo from your team off-site and don't want to get notified as others like or comment on the post? No problem. Now you can mute any notification so that you stop receiving updates. If you change your mind, simply go back to that notification and click unmute. Unfollow. If you don't want to receive updates from certain connections, you have the option to unfollow them directly from a notification. You'll no longer see their activity in the notifications tab or in your feed. Don't worry though, they'll never know you choose to stop receiving their updates and you'll remain connected on LinkedIn. If you decide you want to follow them again, simply visit their profile and click on follow from the menu on the top right. Turn off. If you don't want to get certain types of notifications like birthday updates or when your connections publish an article for example, you can turn them off. If you change your mind, you can switch back by scrolling to the top of the notification tab on mobile or on the left hand side on desktop. Coming soon, you'll also have the ability to delete notifications that you no longer want to see. Did you know you can also turn off the notifications on your own activity? If you don't want to alert others when you update your profile photo or change your job position, just turn off the notifications under your profile settings.
click on privacy and then choose whether your network is alerted to profile changes. We want to give you more choice over the content and updates you see from your network and at the same time make it easier for you to stay informed about the people and the information you care about. After all, knowing when someone changes jobs is a great time to reconnect." Unquote. Next up today is my feature of the week, which this week is all about how to create a content marketing strategy. What is content marketing? Before we get into this, I guess it makes sense to be clear about exactly what content marketing is. We like to view it as marketing with the emphasis on helping people overcome their problems through the use of helpful, entertaining and educational articles, blogs, podcasts and videos, etc. It is not overtly sales driven, so special offers and that kind of thing don't fall into this category. Why do I need a content marketing strategy? Simply because people don't accept being sold to anymore. The world has changed. In the olden days, the vacuum cleaner salesman used to come to your front door and try to sell you the latest and greatest carpet sucker. Then that moved onto the telephone, radio and television. These are often associated as interruption marketing. We didn't ask for it, but here it is anyway. The internet changed all of that because information became readily available to everyone really easily. The customer no longer needed a salesman to tell them what was what. They just opened their web browser and found the information themselves. So now when people are searching for information, it's your information you want them digesting. Where does this content go? Everywhere your potential client might be. Social media and your website are the obvious candidates, but are not always the only ones. What should we post? Success with content marketing requires an understanding of the shift in client mentality. Facebook is not the yellow pages. Remember paying a lot of money for a quarter page ad with your, best, with your latest offers? That doesn't work anymore and certainly not in isolation. Facebook is a good example because of the change it has undertaken from its beginnings as a place for college students to hang out to the advertising behemoth it's become. What hasn't changed in that time is user expectation. As I have touched on, when people log on and scroll through their newsfeed, they expect to be entertained or educated and not sold to. So when we do want to sell something, we have to do so by either educating or entertaining our audience. This is why content marketing works, because it's based on providing value first and foremost. If you're still wondering what to say, let's think about it from the viewpoint of your client, not your own. If you have people buying from your business, then they must be interested in some way. So why have they chosen you over a competitor? If you don't know why clients are choosing you, it's a good idea to ask them. Over time, this starts to give you really valuable insights into the inner workings of your clients' minds. If existing clients are thinking it, there's a good chance that potential clients are as well. You should consider making this a part of your standard process. Once you have completed the job, or at an appropriate point if the job is ongoing, send them a questionnaire and ask the questions you want the answers to. The questions start to drive the content you create. For example, if you get people telling you they came to you because they value having easy access to customer support and you have a 24-7 web chat, then tell people about it. Write a blog post about the importance of easy access customer support. See where I'm going with this? Once you start to listen to your clients and tailor your content around them, you basically become psychic. Potential clients consume your content and think, wow, they really get me. They are also now much less likely to start comparing you to competitors based on things like price. Why would they choose another company who doesn't understand them just because they might be cheaper? 
Now, before you all start jumping onto Twitter to tell everyone how you always put your customers first, take a step back and remember to think specifics. Literally everyone says they have great customer support. I mean, who wouldn't? Those kinds of statements become meaningless. Make specific value-driven statements that you can back up. Not all platforms are created equally. Again, this comes down to user expectation. Facebook is different to Twitter, which is different to Instagram, which is different to LinkedIn. The content approach has to be tailored to each platform. As an example, Twitter is great for evergreen content like blogs, as well as real-time two-way conversations. LinkedIn is great for business-focused articles, infographics and white papers. Instagram users love being visually inspired, which is why quotes over images are great. They are all subtle differences, but they still meet the education or entertainment need and are based around value first. Failing to plan is planning to fail, or something like that. It's hard work to think of new content topics on the fly, and when you start to struggle, the temptation to not do it at all is high. That's the main reason why people make statements like, I post every now and then, but have not ever get much from it. Well, if you're posting once every two months, what do you expect? Awareness has to be drip-fed constantly to prevent people forgetting about you. The best way to help yourself here is to create a content planner. Some folks like to do 12 months, some like to do 6 months. Personally, I like to keep it a little tighter than that and do a couple of months in one hit. If you put the kettle on and dedicate an hour or so to your content planner, you'll have no excuses when the time comes to posting. How does this get you business? I know what you're thinking. This is all well and good, but how is this going to translate into new clients? I don't understand how writing articles and giving away information is going to help me make money. One word, funnel. The content you create has to occupy a space in a funnel, or client journey, that ends with them becoming a paying client. Content usually exists towards the top of a funnel, but think about what you want them to do next. Sign up to a mailing list, direct them to your website, (coughs) sign up for a face-to-face consultation. You're literally taking them by the hand and guiding them towards a specific outcome. Now, patience is a virtue here. The sales process is longer now than it has ever been before because people like to feel informed before making a decision, so don't jump from A to B too quickly. That said, I love to contradict myself. You can give people the opportunity to jump to the end of the funnel straight away as long as it's not the only option available to them. If they want to give you money, you don't want to get in their way. That's all from me this week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found it useful. If you have any questions or would like me to go into more detail on any of the points I've mentioned, feel free to drop me an email at lucy at dandelionsocial.com. I reply to all of my emails personally. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at dandelionsm, that's S for social and M for media. You can also follow me on Instagram at wearedandelionsocial and like my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash dandelionsocial. I'd like to again thank our sponsors Supply My Business for their continued support. If you'd like to know more about what they do, you can visit supplymybusiness.co.uk. Each episode of the Dandelion Social podcast goes live every Thursday. To make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe. Thanks again for listening. Have a great week and see you back here again next Thursday for episode 65.